Hello and welcome to the R&B Bistro Up Close and Personal. I'm your host, Venus, here to take you through this musical dance we call life. And to do that, you know, I bring on prominent people in the community to give us tips to help us make it through. Today is our Christmas show, our last show of the season, and I'm so excited because the young lady that is with me today is dynamic. She's beautiful. I'm extremely proud of her and going to claim her as my daughter. So mom, if you're listening, she's now my daughter as well. She's a native of New Jersey, a meteorologist, an Emmy-nominated storyteller. She's been recognized as one of the top 40, under 40, did you hear that? Of most influential African-American in the triad. And of the University of Maryland class of top 30, under 30 alumni. She's a TEDx speaker. She's a mentor and an inspiration to young and old. I'm so delighted to welcome this beautiful young lady Monique D. Robinson to the R&B Bistro. It's so amazing to be here. I'm always in your position. So yeah. to hear someone introducing me, I'm like, it's that's like, me. That's me, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's, it's awesome, though, to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank Can you. we get up close and personal? I'll be here. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I got to start back at the beginning, right? I got to start. What did you want to do when you grew up? And does it look anything like what's happening to you now or has happened to you? In ways, I see what God is doing more and more as I mature and get older. When I was younger, I wanted to have my own television show. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the next big Oprah. Okay. Uh, and so as life unfolded, it seemed like I was straying further away from it. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, I'm looking back, I'm like, I think I am actually getting closer to that dream and that goal. Okay, that's good. So who were your mentors? Over the years, I've had several people that have poured into me. Uh, Michael Penix, uh, he was my teacher in high school. He mm -hmm. was the first one. He would see me in church speaking, mm -hmm. and he said, you would be a great journalist. I didn't really know what that was. Mm -hmm. and Wait, I, how old were you at that time, and you didn't know what that was? It was like middle school. Okay. okay. I mean, I knew what a journal, like TV, but yeah. I never, news, I never watched or paid attention to the news. The news mm -hmm. actually scared me, because mm -hmm. my parents would always watch like the 6 and 11, mm -hmm. infested with crime. Yeah. So I never wanted to listen I'd be like turn that off I don't yeah, want to yeah, listen yeah. so when he said a journalist I wasn't thinking that and mm -hmm. then when I got into high school I had my own show mm -hmm. uh, with the aspects program that Mr. Penix uh, facilitates mm -hmm. and so I loved it I had so much fun with it you know being on the show being in the set and then telling stories, I had so much fun with it. So when I went to college, I wanted to do more of that. Mm -hmm. When I went to college, I was like, I don't want to go to Rutgers. Even though Rutgers is a great school, yeah. I live and breathe Rutgers. It's like arm's length away from my house. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, wanted yeah. to go somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I went to University of Maryland College Park. Wasn't too far away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I was there, my journalism professor, he told me that he saw no potential in me. Really? I'm so glad you listened to him. <laughs> well, yeah. at first, though, you're a young student mm -hmm. and you're fired up like this is what I want to do. I'm excited. I'm in college. Mm -hmm. I was already adjusting to the new area. I'm from Jersey. Breathe mm -hmm. Jersey, bagel place, pizza place, this first <laughs> okay, Baptist. Okay. So going there, it was like, I don't have none of that. Right. So to have the experience that in addition to a teacher telling me you're not good. So let's pause there for a minute. Did he tell you why? It, it was some work that I did, and he just was, it was a story I had did, and it was just like. One just story. Was, yeah. 
Okay. And I mean, but it's one story. Mm -hmm. But when you're at a low point, one small right. thing right. that someone right. could do or say could really be make you question life. You're right. So for me, I was like, I don't ever quit anything. Mm -hmm. So I was at a point of, do I leave school and say I want to do something else, or you know, do I go back to Rutgers? Do I stay here? And so I decided to suck it out another semester, and I ended up signing up for a weather course. Mm -hmm. And when I was learning about the weather, I said, well, I don't have to say goodbye to journalism. I could just learn about meteorology and that could be my way in and actually ended up being really So you good know that's it. not average that we want to do the weather like <laughs> yeah. okay cuz you know there's a lot of science that goes on in oh, there so let's go there so you're the first student to seek a dual degree in broadcast journalism and let me see if I say this right uh, atomic and oceanic science atmospheric atmospheric and oceanic and oceanic science It's just a fancy way of saying meteorology yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was kind of tough, I'm sure, to do those oh. both at the same time. So how'd you master that? I was going from shooting a news store with my own equipment. So I have mm -hmm. my camera, my tripod in the morning, mm -hmm. and then I'd be going to a physics lecture in the afternoon with my equipment across campus. So, I mean, I've taken physics one, physics two, physics three. I mean, calculus one, two, three, um, stats, some biology, chemistry for sure. Um, so I've taken all of those sciences mm -hmm. in addition to just learning about storytelling. But I think the fundamentals of storytelling are pretty simple. You just have to be able to listen. Um, and when you have curiosity of what I'm saying as you're listening to me, you're a master of it yourself. Mm -hmm. As you listen, you just ask more questions. Ask more questions, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in awe. So how did you stay focused? And did you ever want to give up besides that time when he said to you, I don't see a future for you? There's many times I wanted mm -hmm. to give up. Um, through especially my more recent experience, I really evolved from wearing wigs and all of that to wearing my natural hair. Oh, I want to get was, into that stuff. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was working in North Carolina for my, both of my first jobs. So mm -hmm. I was in the South. Um, and although we've evolved being 2022, mm -hmm. almost 2023, unfortunately, a lot of America has not. Mm -hmm. um, and so being a black woman was also very challenging being on television. Um, and it's uh, roughly 2% of meteorologists are African-American mm -hmm. and women the number dwindles mm -hmm. and that's two percent so mm -hmm. we're talking a very small margin so for a lot of people seeing me on a television is like what is she doing you know now here a lot of people see Janice Huff who is one of my mentors mm -hmm. but you know other parts of the country don't see Janice Huff mm -hmm. and even then she's one woman so let me ask you this because this has been plaguing me every time I watched TV and I specifically look at the weather women men whatever but women specifically and I don't know whether it was because I knew about you or whether they just fascinated me as I saw more and more black women mm -hmm. is there a dress code that they have to wear no, because to me it looks like everyone is basically hourglass figured in the same type of dresses, short sleeve, great arms, blah, 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 blah. And so I had a debate with a friend of mine because he's like, no, on this channel, I don't care what he says. I want to hear. I said, I'm well, asking actually, her. Well, actually, you're right. I think it depends on where you work in the mm -hmm. market. So like the higher markets, I know I've, I interned in D.C. because mm -hmm. I was closest to University of Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I work with a lot of the D.C. stations and some of them have like a, a style guide mm -hmm. where they want their anchors to to dress a certain style so mm -hmm. you may see a certain style dress mm -hmm. or a, you know maybe a certain length or a flare or whatever that mm -hmm. they have a strict guideline mm -hmm. for certain stations my particular stations that I've worked at that wasn't in their budget they were kind of just like as long as you look, look good, good wear you what look you want good. Right. okay okay right but it depends certain stations have a mm -hmm. higher 
caliber of what they want their talent right. to look like. Well, I feel vindicated because <laughs> I was watching that and I said, mm-mm, there has to be something. Now let's go to the hair mm -hmm. because there's always a stipulation about black women and their hair. Yeah. And when I was reading your story, I was amazed to hear how you felt about that and how you didn't feel. So tell us a little bit about that. So when I was in my first station, um, just getting my first job, I had to wait, I, I had graduated from college, um, rewind a little bit, so I was that first pioneer student to mm -hmm. dual degree, mm -hmm. and because I was the first, we didn't have a green screen that I could go and do the weather, mm -hmm. so I had to create it. Mm -hmm. I went to the fabric store, got some green fabric, just started putting up my apartment kitchen, I would post it on YouTube. I love it. And I was flying across the country for jobs, and I'm thinking like, I'm gonna get one before I leave. I'm going Mississippi, I'm going Virginia, I'm going everywhere. Graduation day comes and goes, and I still don't have a job. Mm. So at that point, it was kind of like, in order for me to get one, I need to make sure I'm just following all the rules. You know, I'm trying to get in the door. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to mentors, I'm just reaching out to people, what should I do? And people, I never had my natural hair out, but it was kind of like, you need to have this look. Mm -hmm. You know, it was very about your look. And so I just stuck to the wig, because that was what I thought would work. Mm -hmm. But when I was working in my first job in North Carolina, it's so hard to find a hairdresser. I had to just, you know, do a wig. As soon as I get off work, I was ripping that thing. Yeah. Oh, it was just too I cracked much. up it when I read hot. that. Yeah, and yeah, cute, yeah, yeah. You know, I was <laughs> yes. like, it's just too much. Yeah. So after I had left that job, it was COVID. Um, I didn't know I wouldn't be working for a year. Probably break that down a little bit. But in that time frame, I'm home applying to jobs. I'm like, I'm gonna just wear my natural hair. Like, mm -hmm. why would I need to wear a wig if I'm at home and I'm not working anyway? Mm -hmm. And so it came to a point where I really started to fall in love with my natural hair. I was able it's to like, beautiful. Thank you. People put on wigs that look like your natural <laughs> hair. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So let's double back. Um, I'm gonna go back to where I was asking you about focus and. Um, if someone gets overwhelmed, like you said you were a bit overwhelmed with stuff, what kind of advice would you give them if they were overwhelmed and wanted to give up? Um, I think the key is finding the root of the source of your stress. You know, taking time, maybe it's being in isolation or finding a trusted resource that can really help guide you into what is really stressing you. Mm -hmm. And then once you figure that out, finding a way to, you know, overcome that stress, whether it's maybe you have to change the way you're doing things, maybe it's you're not hanging out with a certain friend group, you know, whatever it is that's the source of that stress, finding the source, because a lot of times what we do in life, we do a lot of band-aid work mm -hmm. versus actual root work. So you need to find the root cause awesome. of your stress so then you can overcome. You can put doctor in your, you know, your experience. <laughs> My mom, please do not say that again. Oh, yeah, listen, I told you I was taking on the mom role. Now let's talk about this Emmy-nominated storyteller yeah. series, Mo yeah. on the go. Yes. How'd that come about? Did you create it or was it your idea or yeah. how'd that come about? So prior to, I wasn't working for that whole year and mm -hmm. during that time when I wasn't working, I started my own nonprofit where I, I love speaking to students. I love doing outreach and I'm so well connected with other black meteorologists that I said, nice. let me start doing a, a conferences, kind of virtual conferences where I would reach out to high schools, middle schools, whatever. If they want to come on, ask the meteorologist questions, we'll do these virtual panels. So when I, before I was hired for my mm -hmm. job, my boss had saw that work mm -hmm. and she was inspired and she liked what I was doing. Nice. And she said, if there's a way we can tie that in to um, what your job role here, in mm -hmm. addition to you doing weather, there's a way we can do that. Mm -hmm. And so we've had some ongoing discussions on how we were able to do it and we fine tuned it to being a series where 
I would interview women across the area that were in fields of science, technology, engineering, nice. and math. But not in a traditional sense where you immediately think of it, maybe your head goes to a, a textbook. Mm -hmm. But I was talking to pilots, I was talking to... Yeah, so that was um, really good. Uh, and it's Emmy nominated yeah. now, so how does that feel? It's wild. Yeah. It's really wild. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a part of my faith where I know that when you asked me previously, am I leaning towards that more? Mm -hmm. More and more, God is showing me that my storytelling, what I wanted to do, my is calling. Really your path. Yeah, yeah. So that brings us to TED Talk. How'd that happen quickly? I tell us how that happened. I love motivational speaking. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw the opportunity to do a TED Talk in the Greensboro area, as mm -hmm. soon as I saw it, I was like, I got to apply for it. Mm -hmm. I got to do it. And so, that's so you have to apply for it, mm -hmm. and then, and is it everywhere? Well, tell people what TED Talk is for those who may not know. Uh, essentially, TED Talks are small ideas that you're given the platform to share your idea to help people think a little bit differently. Um, so my idea was rooted in weather. So it was how storms that Mother Nature brings can teach us how to respond to storms that life brings. I like it. There was a line that you said that had something to do with that. I don't remember it. Do you remember that line that you um, have associated with this? It was power through the storm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Power through the storm. Remember that. There's a lot of storms in our life. Power through, right? Yes, yes. Right. Okie dokie. So that was a good experience for you? Yeah, it was It was amazing. It hasn't been released yet mm -hmm. um, on YouTube, but when it does, you follow me. I'll be mm -hmm. sure to share that. <laughs> Absolutely. So you left Greensboro, North Carolina as the weather person, is that how it said? WFMY News, why was that? It was, God's been tugging on my heart for a while to chase after greater. Mm -hmm. And the timing of it was kind of like, a lot of people would say it was abrupt. Mm -hmm. But for me, God had been pulling me in a direction of like, your purpose is calling. I've been reading Darius Daniels, Pastor Darius Daniels. He has a church mm -hmm. um, in Ewing, New Jersey. And his book was like, your purpose is calling. And every night I would read that book. And it's like, I feel like God is calling me to do more in this world than just a meteorologist. And Darius Daniels even talks about how it's not, we don't, we shouldn't live a life of this or that, but this and that. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm in pursuit of mm -hmm. trying to do this and, and that. that. And you don't feel like you have to do them separately, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you're a total person, which involves a lot of things. Right. So now let's go to this online store that you have. Yes. I saw. I said everybody got a store. What's the problem? <laughs> you know. Tell us about that. How'd well, that come about? Well, this is one of my, I was looking my at that. items yes. here. Pretty um, and professional me meteorologist. Yes. Yes. yes so yes. true. And okay. and this is clear because. Because a lot of times, as viewers, will come for women oftentimes mm -hmm. and um, not value us in the same way that they see the men. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I want to make it very clear that, yes, I'm pretty, but I'm also professional. That's right. Um, and meteorologists have the, the science to back right. it up as well. I'm, I'm pretty, but I have a brain. <laughs> yes. And it works. Yes. Don't yes. get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but the online store, um, I have been wanting to find more ways to showcase to my mentees and other African-Americans that I meet that are interested in doing meteorology that this community does embrace you. Mm -hmm. There's very few of us, so it's hard to believe that you're embraced by us, but mm -hmm. I want them to know that there's people out there that want them to be great. So is that a community that are, are close? Like the voice of a community, we're really close with mm -hmm. each other. You know, we help each other, we don't mind. Right. So are the meteorologists like that? Yeah, so we mm -hmm. have the National Association of Black Journalists is an mm -hmm. overall organization. Mm -hmm. We just established, I was part of the inaugural board 
for the weather and climate group under that sub subsection. Mm -hmm. So we've established like a group of people, we come together to support other African Americans and minorities in weather industries. So whether you're a meteorologist or a climate enthusiast mm -hmm. or anything of that sort, we support you. I love it. I got two that I'm gonna skip because I don't want to miss out on the, what I call a bistro rapid mix. And I'm just gonna throw three off the wall questions out to you. Okay. And you just answer them. Now, I usually mess it up. It's supposed to go like this, okay. but I usually mess it up. So <laughs> hopefully, I'm waiting for a show where I don't mess it up. Anyway, so. It started out as a music show, so I gotta bring some music in here. What song would describe your life at this moment? Never would have made it. Look at that. She's right on it. That <laughs> I like that, okay. If you were stranded on an island, what would you hope you had with you? I don't know why my brain is saying cocoa butter, and I don't even know why, <laughs> but you said to answer quickly, and that's the only thing, that was the first thing that popped up in my mind. I have no, no, I have no clue why. I just said cocoa butter. I don't have an explanation. Well, if it's <laughs> sunny, you don't want to get dry skin, so yes. I guess you can rub the cocoa butter yes. on to keep your complexion yes. as beautiful as it is, Thank right? you, yes, cocoa great butter. explanation. Okay, mm. <laughs> I guess that was that thinking quick for me, whatever, cocoa butter. All right, now, here's another one. I'm best. I'm my best when? I'm well rested. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's my good. fiance would agree. Yeah. <laughs> Do you stress him out? No, no, no. When I'm, t I'm not a morning person. Me neither. But if I'm well rested, I can get up early. Yeah. But if I'm not well rested, yeah. he's like, you not ready yet for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a morning person. Me neither. All right, I'm going to double back. So what's one thing that you can tell us that no one will believe about you? Oh, that no one will believe about me. Um, hmm. That's definitely not going to be a quick one. That's okay. Um, that no one would believe about me. Um, and this is another random one, but I know a lot of music, but I don't know a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. So like you'll play like music a lot of times, or people will play music, and I'll be singing along, mm -hmm. and they'll be talking about the artist, and I'm like, I have no clue who you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, they're like, you know that song? And they're like, yeah. tell me the person they're talking about. I'm like, because sometimes it don't matter. Yeah. Right? To me, it don't matter. I like the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, most times I don't really know. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about music entirely, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because my dad would be like, because he's a DJ. <laughs> yeah. I just love beats. I love, yes. you know, I could jam out. I could fake yes. it till I make it. Yeah. But I don't really know a lot about Brent, you brought that up, so I'm going to stop there. All my life I've heard in entertainment, and I'm sure other people have heard, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Recently, I've heard no. Mm -hmm. What do you say? I say no. Mm -hmm. And why? Authenticity has been what's got me where I am today. What if you fake real good? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. I say fake it till you make it, but at the same time, like, I think we have, each of us have a unique design to make impact in this world. And if you're not authentically walking in your design, mm -hmm. you will unfortunately not be able to make your greatest impact for the world. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you're walking in your design? when things are just working in your favor. Really? Yeah. I love it, I love it. You have grown up so wonderfully. <laughs> We're not done, we have a few more minutes, but you just, you know, the, as, as the mother figure in me, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm just so amazed and so very, very proud of you. Thank you. 
So, all right, so let's go on. We're moving pretty fast. Mm -hmm. um, what do you do in your free time? Do you have free time? I do, actually, because I'm currently in searching of what I'm doing next exactly. I've mm -hmm. had a lot of free time. So mm -hmm. more, I love to cook. Mm -hmm. um, I love to work out. Getting back into the gym is something I really need to do. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, How do you get that is. defined waistline so it look like this? <laughs> it's it's. I'm gym. looking at you in these dresses. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I want to be that when I grow up. <laughs> you do that. It's definitely the gym consistently. Mm -hmm. I don't um, eat pork, really beef. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of stick to like you know, poultry mm -hmm. and seafood, but. Okay, yeah. well, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Most people will look at my diet and say this is really healthy, when to me, I feel like it's pretty normal. What you eat? Like, besides the poultry? A lot of vegetables and fruits, okay. like always um, for breakfast. I don't really eat like frozen meals. Mm -hmm. You don't eat frozen, no no hungry men? Mm -mm. You don't, no? No. Okay. Frozen meals is not my thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you like sushi? I do, yeah. um, but that wouldn't make me full. Okay, no. I think also the key to when you work out, I do more weight mm -hmm. lifting than mm -hmm. I do actual just like cardio. Mm -hmm. Cardio is good for weight loss, but endure maintaining your strength and looking structure and tone, mm -hmm. weights are helpful. Okay, what do you cook? I love seafood. Mm -hmm. So salmon is like my, my jam. People are always like, oh, make your salmon. Um, yams is also like one of my favorite things too. I love sweet potatoes, sweet potato anything. Mm -hmm. That was one thing too why I love North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Sweet potatoes like their state vegetable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I love sweet potatoes. So who's going to be the cook in the new household? You well, my fiance actually has been throwing it down. So I'm so, I was so grateful before I came. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like, you know, I knew you were going to be tired from your drive. And this was a week for relaxation. Mm -hmm. I cooked for us for the whole week. What? Yes. Oh, keeper, keeper. Yes. Did you meet him in school? How'd you meet? So we actually both went to University of Maryland College Park at the same time. Mm. We did not know each other. Well, it wasn't until I moved to Greensboro. He was in law school. Mm -hmm. I was working there that mm -hmm. we finally reconnected because it was we went to the same school, but we followed each other on social media, but we didn't like know each other. Mm -hmm. When I first was in Wilmington, he had messaged me and said like, "Hey, like we should hang out and." Like, that's like three hours away, like, you know? <laughs> you must be coming to me. <laughs> right. And so we're like, yeah, you know, didn't really work out. And then we just stayed connected on social media. And then when I moved to Greensboro, he was like, so you in Greensboro now, yeah. we should hang out. And so we did in the very first date. I mean, from the moment I sat down, when we got our food, he was like, let's pray. I said, yeah, that's a good step in the right direction. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> and then we just talked that whole day for like uh, three more hours. We walked to the park. That was the same park where he had proposed to me later on but we walked through this park and we just talked and the conversation was just flowing and good mm -hmm. are you a romantic person not really no you know mm -hmm. but i've grown to be mm -hmm. that way like you know and he has really helped me to have more gratitude and mm -hmm. not just i've always always had it but expressing right. uh, my gratitude right. okay all right i need you to give us three tips mm -hmm. that you would tell an aspiring meteorologist or broadcast journalist if they wanted to follow in your footsteps because they saw you on the show three tips what would you tell them be bold mm -hmm. be kind and be you what kind of uh, concrete steps, though, would they take? Mm -hmm. How do they know how to get into meteorology? Well, in terms of math and science, it's very, very, very um, 
hard math and science. I mentioned a lot of the coursework that I've had to take. Mm -hmm. So if you have any struggles with any science or any math along the way, you definitely need to tackle those head on because you're not going to be able to make it much further after right, that. Right. Um, in terms of like being an on-air talent too, I mean, exercise any resource possible that you have around you. Like I said, I got the green screen. Mm -hmm. I put it up in my apartment kitchen. I started doing it. Mm -hmm. I even took, had internships and I was following up with people, you know, asking for critiques not being afraid of critiques and going mm -hmm. out and speaking and mm -hmm. doing things like that that was very helpful for me in terms of like concrete advice so definitely doing as much internships opportunities you can as well mm -hmm. in addition to um uh, in addition to the first thing, what was the first and being thing? creative too right yeah, because you went creative. you created a green screen and yeah, you know yeah, people yeah. may not know to do that yeah. yeah, and just not giving up and just going after it, especially if somebody tells you no, yeah. when you know inside that that's your path. Right. Right. You don't listen to whoever you listen to here and here. Right. And what comes from yeah. there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what about the broadcast part of it? Um, in terms of broad internships is always really big. Mm -hmm. You need to have because the, the key is not always what you get from it, but the people you meet. You meet connections. Yes, the connections, mm -hmm. the connections. Mm -hmm. When I got my second job, that was through me, you know, messaging someone on social media, just saying, "Hey, I would love to meet you." Mm -hmm. And so those connections, you have so we have access to so much with social media. Right. If there is someone, don't be afraid to just do you do TikTok. I've made some TikToks. I don't exercise it to the full that like, I probably should. Mm -hmm. I want to tap more into TikTok. I though. don't know nothing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How can our viewers stay connected to you, Monique? Uh, follow me on social media on uh, Instagram, Monique D. Robinson. Mm -hmm. You can search me on uh, Facebook. My professional page is meteorologist Monique Robinson. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube, Monique Robinson. If you just search me. Um, yep, yeah. that's what I did. <laughs> that's how I got website, all, that, all the information Monique I just searched. Robinson. That's how I found the what's the store called again? Uh, the weather store. The weather store. Yes. All right. So you're gonna broaden that to more different. What's on it? What's on it? So we have the some shirts. Of this the shirts, some mm -hmm. products. Um, you can learn more about me on the website as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we continue to go through the next several months, I have more uh, designs mm -hmm. and things. That I and the TED Talk thing is up on your website too, right? When it's yeah, released, yeah, yeah. I'll add that link. Mm -hmm. Would you do another one of those? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you so much for coming. It has been a pleasure chatting with you yeah. and letting the world get to know you. Thank you come you. back again as you do bigger and better things? Yes. All right then. <laughs> this has been the R&B Show Up Close and Personal with Venus. So glad that you have been with us this whole year through. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I wrote this book. It's called Shades of Love, and it's 25 poems about love, the ups and the downs, the ups and the downs, the ins and the outs, the did she say that? Erotic, non-erotic, all kinds of stuff, crying everything, but it's a wonderful book, it's a great gift. So be sure to pick up a copy. I'm gonna be at Crossroads this Christmas Eve for the play Chicken and Biscuits, and I'll be there doing a book signing, so you might wanna come on out to that. Again, it's never too late to live your dreams, and when you do, I'll be there encouraging you. Be sure to tell someone to tell someone about the Bistro. Come on back. We're a podcast as well on any of your podcast streaming networks. Come on back next year, 2023. I'll be glad to spend it with you. Got to run. Bye now. Music is the answer. Sweet music is the way. Gospel, jazz, R&B touches you every day. Oh